Oh my god. And so it begins another voyage into the abyss that is Geektastic Cypher. Oh yeah, I got the banner off so y'all can see our wonderful faces. What's good, y'all? Hey. What up? Um, folks. How y'all doing? I mean, I'm okay. I've been paying attention to the Olympics. Have we been doing good in the Olympics? We've been doing okay. I mean, we've been doing I, all right. Yeah, I have a I have an odd relationship with the Olympics because I like the Olympics themselves as an event. But it's also dealing with the fact that when the Olympics happen, we tend to forget all the atrocities that are happening and we only talk mm. about the Olympics. And it feels like a pretty big escapist moment for everyone in the world. And That's hey, true. don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say like, especially after 2020, the pandemic, the, the you know, in, in, in the, the, the all the all the upheaval and all the pain that's been going on in the world. I understand people very much wanting an excuse to kind of focus on something completely different. So I'm enjoying it, but I, I'm still trying to keep myself aware that this is a only a reprieve, a momentary respite, as mm -hmm. one might say, with uh, everything that's about to happen in the world. Because once, once things go back to normal, we still have to deal with a whole slew of going on. A whole slew these, of wonderful, messy, you know. Do you, pref do you prefer the winter or summer Olympics, though? I, I'm, not a, I'm not an athlete, so I don't care. I, I you know. not like more sports you prefer in one or the other seasons? No, really. I, I watch random sports, especially this time, because this Olympic had skateboarding, which I have never yeah. cared about much as a thing. And the skateboarding has been pretty cool. You know, mm -hmm. and you have some really young people who are just doing some extraordinary things, and that was express. It was uh, exceptional. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I've been watching. Uh, I th the thing that I like to watch is the cycle cycling track. Okay, I find that interesting for some reason. Uh, you know the and, and then there was a big crash in one of the races, the the UK Ooh. versus Denmark. Usually, you almost never catch up because you're both going. You, you start on opposite ends of the track. You're going opposite direction. Well, not op you're going the same direction. Sorry, but you start off one facing left and one facing right on a circle, yeah. and you're going at the same speed. So you almost never catch up. One of them would have to be going so much faster to to catch up to the other, or in this case, someone would have to essentially drop off. And one of the British dudes in the track, for whatever reason, was so far behind that the Denmark guy who had his head down the whole time because a lot of them cycle with their heads down, rammed right into him, knocked him <laughs> off the track. The other two Dane, uh, I think Danes, uh, Denmark, people from Denmark called the Danes, Danish? right? Danish. So. Yeah, yeah so I assume Danes would be a shorter version of it, yeah. So they those two went around the accident and continued on the track. But from what I understand, you have to have three to finish the race. The UK still had one guy on the track kind of just riding around at the top. So he was able to get back into it and officially cross the line for them. It, I was just like, I don't really understand everything. But it was just interesting because, you, you know, you don't see stuff like that. I don't I don't know what this sport is about. It's a lot of it's, it's people on bikes riding at very fast speeds, sometimes 72 kilometers per hour. Jeez. That was that was the crazy thing. I was just like, these four cyclists are going 72 kilometers per hour together. And just pumping and pumping their legs the whole way through. It was insane to watch. So cycling track has been one of the ones that I just find interesting. But again, I watched that thinking, 
my partner and I were watching one of the races where it was Britain versus Germany. And you know, at the end, we were just we just thinking, well, we actually don't care who wins this race because we don't have we we don't have any stakes. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. And we're equally indifferent to these two countries. I could give up less about the UK or Germany. I don't care about them. Watching that event, I was watching more to see who's faster, but I ultimately I didn't even care who won. And that's that's why that's that's when it made me realize that kind of sense of, well, if I don't care who wins, I'm just watching to watch. It's such a distraction because I'm not thinking about the other things going on. And that's what I started thinking, like, man, the Olympics, really good distraction from the world. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always prefer the uh, like the martial art ones and the the diving those are the yeah, ones I always like. But I feel like I'm someone who prefers – I think I prefer more the winter sports because I get really invested in the hockey. The snowboarding is great. For some weird reason, I really like seeing that that skiing one where they have like the shot – the like, gun that they shoot target and move on. Like the, I call it the assassination run. I know it's not called Jeez. that. But like – I would call that the James still, Bond run. still have that? That's, I that, think that's they do. James Bond right there. I remember seeing it a while ago. Uh, and when they introduced the snowboarding, specifically like doing the the half pipes and stuff, like I didn't yeah. realize until now that you said that skateboarding was in the Summer Olympics. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I will go catch up on that because, like, for me, the Olympics it was more like four days after the Olympics started, I realized that the Olympics were on. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> so I was like, oh, like I'm already, I don't, I don't, no, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not even trying to to, to keep up with anything. I'm Skinny, not, have you been paying attention to the Olympics? No, I'm not getting. I'm not falling into a timeline beat. <laughs> <laughs> stupid! They're trying to hang on to something that they should have just let go of. That's what they're doing. I don't know why they kept going. Like hey, in Japan? Yeah, it's just like 2021's <laughs> oh, here. 2020 was a year ago. You missed it. Just let it go. Oh shit! Oh, you would have just that's... skipped the Olympics altogether? Hell yeah! What are we doing? What we're doing is not as greedy. It's not good. To I yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Like when when they look back on this, is not. Mm -mm. So from what I understand, one of the reasons that Tokyo said they have to do this is it costs sixteen. They invested sixteen billion dollars into the event, and were uh, were about to lose one point nine billion if it didn't happen. Didn't they make a giant Gundam? <laughs> yes. No, but let's. Well, okay, that was okay. private money, though. That's not hey, like Brian, that was for everybody. That wasn't for the yeah. Olympics. <laughs> Brian, just to counter the money thing, they can yeah. always ask SoftBank, who has how much does SoftBank have again? Like, like forty billion dollars in there to invest in companies. They can, uh, they have the money. Quite Wait, frankly. who's SoftBank? SoftBank is the main uh, investor for all startup companies. Yeah, but wait, hold they, on. You can't ask SoftBank to to bankroll you a, a failed Olympics. They, <laughs> they, they, they bankroll they bankroll failed Uber and they bankroll failed WeWork. <laughs> they bankroll a lot of failed stuff. <laughs> wait, you you when you say failed Uber, what do you mean by failed Uber? Uber doesn't really make money. They just keep on getting money from this company who's oh, too shit. far in. <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. I mean. Okay, I I see it. I get what you're saying. That's kind of wild. I didn't even think about the idea that you could just get someone to bankroll your failed Olympics and just keep going. Well, okay, okay. Put like this. There, I'm looking at it now. They have 154 billion dollars sitting in a bank waiting to invest into companies in Japan. <laughs> Japan Yo, man, venture capital company. So 
I'm just saying, like, man, they could cancel that and be, they'll be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then when people go back in like 50 to 100 years and like, all right, let's look up the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. And then they jump back to 2021. And then they're like, wait, what? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, this is what did it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about people who talk about the Olympics? We have uh, our wonderful and somewhat unfunny comedian slash he he tried Michael oh. Che. Oh no. Who, who had a joke about Simone Biles that did not go over well. Unfortunately that I was about to say unfortunately, but no, it's it's fortunate that it's it's, fortunate. Failed. it's, it's not a, it wasn't a good joke. And my man was just out there saying whatever came to his mind. I don't even understand why he made the joke. I'm not gonna repeat the joke because I generally don't care about the joke. I didn't find it funny, but Oh, come on. No, no. I mean, yeah, I was about to say context reasons. How can I talk about it and he, not so, know what it is? So, oh, so you guys hadn't heard. He made a joke oh. about the fact that uh, the guy, the the pedophile slash the uh, Olympic, I think he was one of the, uh, hold on, let me look him up exactly so I'm not misquoting anything. But one of the Olympic, huh, ah, there we go. Larry Nassar. Nassar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her trainer. Yeah. Is an Olympic... Uh, is an American sex offender, convicted sex offender. For 18 years, he was a team doctor for the United States Women National Gymnastics Team, which gave him access to hundreds of girls and young women who he sexually abused. He was also former osteopath, osteopathic physician and former professor of, at Michigan University. Wow. Yeah, so he made a joke saying that compared Simone Biles stepping away from the olympics and comparing it to larry nasser and, I don't... <laughs> and my thing is so here's the thing that's, that's bold yes so my thing with this conversation is i want to have a greater conversation about what is comedy what is content creation and why not everything that is made is for everybody and i think this starts with michael che one of the things that I think people need to remember is Michael Che is famous, but not for the not because of the words he's written ever being associated to him. Mm. And by that, I mean, he's a writer for SNL. All those sketches that he's written, all that content he's created that people have loved and laughed at are not associated to his face because those words came out of other comedians on that stage. So sure. Some of the stuff that he does on the weekend update is associated to him, but the sketches and stuff that he's been writing with people, those aren't associated directly to his face. And I think Michael doesn't realize that he's not as famous <laughs> as he thinks yeah. he is. And I'm not trying yeah. to insult the guy. I'm not, I'm really not. Uh, I know that. I doesn't know what you mean though. By face, he's not popular by yeah. maybe he's, by maybe his art, he's popular, but people don't know that because exactly you like it's like a movie. Like sometimes you don't know the writer, but you'll always remember that Jim Facts. Carrey was the mask, Facts. something like that. Facts. Exactly. There are writers in Hollywood that have written almost all your favorite movies. You would not know them if you saw them on the street. You don't recognize no. them. You don't know them from random people next door because they they're writers. And Michael Che is a predominantly known as a writer he's now gotten more visibility he's doing stand-up he's been at just for laughs he's done some stuff here he's done some stuff there he's gotten his own show 
But ultimately, everything that he's doing is filtered through one, the protective shield of SNL, mm -hmm. and two, you know, the, the 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 fact that he's relatively lower on the scale of fame than some of his counterparts in the in the comedy sphere. Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, you know, all those guys. Mm -hmm. Michael Chase higher than Hannibal Burris, but lower than Chappelle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like popular. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like and, I, I get what you're saying. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that one of the things comedians or any content creator should realize is, and I, I make this analogy, a comedian making a joke about Simone Biles could have worked if they had A, they were a better comedian, and B, had more fame and a bigger and more clout. The same way that a, a producer or a rapper can get away with using samples and stuff like that and getting things uh, signed off on if they have more clout. The more power you have, because that's clout was originally, and for those of you who don't know, clout means uh, kind of clout as we understand it now derives from a 1970s journalist who was using it to talk about politicians who were gaining power in specific circles. And that's the real meaning of it. Mm -hmm. The way it was used now is a nod to that, but it kind of turned into something else because clout chasing is a whole different thing. But essentially, mm -hmm. it comes down to having the power to do certain things. And the more clout you have, the more power you have, the more you can get away with. And Che does not have the clout to get away with a joke about Simone Biles when Simone Biles has way more clout than him. And also, that, people that's don't. An important thing. Yes. What you just said, I find, is a very important thing in the sense but do you of think like. He could have gotten away with the joke if he made the joke about a different Olympian who wasn't as famous. Well, I would say more like, like when Dave Chappelle, for example, takes stabs at other celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. It's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He can say whatever he wants, let's yeah. say for that. But like, if you're just an up and coming star, you're not going to like take a shot at like, like a Brad Pitt or, or Leonardo DiCaprio because they could crush you, let's say. Yeah, well, I'm just like, you to be up and coming. You got to take that That's shot the at thing. some point. You I do, and I agree. But, but but that like as you were making jokes, obviously you 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 balance it out. But I feel in this scenario, it's like I know, like even um, I knew uh, the Olympian that you're talking about. The only reason why I know Michael Che is because you talked about him a few weeks ago. So you haven't seen well, you know, all right. Like you know, all I'm saying, like you get what I'm saying. Like it's it's a certain degree of a balance that you need to do. So not to say don't make fun of people. I mean, technically a joke's a joke, but I, since I didn't hear the joke, I'm going to assume that the joke was told poorly. There's a big thing in regards to delivery. Like one of the reasons why I love, for example, Akeem, one of our buddies who's been on the show a few times, when I've heard his stuff, he's amazing at delivery. Yeah. He's got timing down and he has like the right like words to use and that stuff. So I didn't hear the joke, but if th that may have been a problem, would you say that's maybe a problem with the joke as well, Brian? For me, I don't think there was any version of the joke he could have written that would have gone off okay. Like, okay. I don't see how you can write the joke about what Larry did and compare it to what Simone was going through. Like, mm -hmm. even just bringing up a victim and their assault, like the aggressor in a joke together is very mm -hmm. hard to do. Very, yeah. Could, could Chappelle have done it? Maybe like what you're saying is, could he have been a better words, wordsmith with it? Yeah. 
I, you know, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm sure if there's probably a different version of the joke that could have worked. I don't know how you get away with that. But here's the other thing. So the flip side of that is, even if there is a better version of the joke that someone could have gotten away with, mm. and you don't end up offending everybody, no matter what, people were going to be offended by this joke. And I mm. think one of the things that we need to address is not every joke is for every platform like a joke about simone biles and larry on twitter which is a very public space that can get retweeted and reposted is not the same thing as you doing a joke at a bar mm. on a, uh, at, uh, or on stage i don't What's know about that because like twitter twitter is that platform that's like yeah. they really want like al-qaeda's on twitter literally yeah. like al-qaeda like you know it's it's the most freedom of speech platform that still sure, exists. That's now. what I'm saying. Whether you're yeah, so I uh I just think he has bad timing and comedians should know about timing. Um, yes, that's fair. As like, you know, like comedians, that's one thing comedians know is all about the timing. And uh for that joke with Simone Biles, um the way I see it is like comedians always make bad jokes that offend yeah. someone. It's like part of the culture almost, right? Yeah. Uh, but in this case I always find that some jokes are like really messed up, but you chuckle first and then you go like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, it sounds like one of those type of jokes. It sounds like a no. joke like from the yeah. start. People are like, nah. Yeah. You know? Like, and yeah. It's like set up for failure. Yeah. Like he took a shot that might propel him more into uh, less out of ob obscurity, I guess, but it didn't work. Yeah. Especially with Simone mm -hmm. Biles being red hot right now. Um, he took a big risk and he's going to take that L pretty much yeah i mean my thing with him is he also takes tons of l's homie's not like <laughs> he keeps doing yeah. this his his pattern is to t make jokes that at the expense of people that other people don't find funny and then when people get upset with him he dips out of instagram you know takes all his posts down and then does this whole like y'all can't take a joke and it's just like yeah but homie you keep like the pattern is you do this repeatedly it's not that we can't take a joke you're not funny at some point you have to realize it's not that we can't take a joke. It's that you're not telling good jokes. Uh, and Michael, yeah. Michael J thinks he's telling good jokes because people laugh at his stuff on SNL and people laugh at his stuff on his, his show on HBO. But yeah, but that, that's, that's a, a written show with other comedians. That's been edited. What about his stand, his stand up so, special? Stand up specials are practiced for ages before. People don't just come out with a stand up special. Yeah, you work that hour curious. for a long time. The stand up special is is a version of your set that you've been practicing for a long time, True. and it's very few comedians who can do hours year after year. Louis C.K. was one of the only ones who had that level of output, and unfortunately, he fucked up and ruined his career. But eh, slightly yeah. ruined his career. I would career. say that Jay is not funny. I would say that he just doesn't read the room well. And Twitter is probably not, as you said, Twitter is probably not the platform. I won't completely say that maybe you're not funny. It's a mix of both because there are some other jokes that people will be like hearty har har at that are kind of like yo, like borderline too. So it's yeah, all really it's just, just timing. It's really just timing and your taste in jokes. Yeah. Like right now, Simone Biles. Yeah. Right now, Simone Biles is America's sweetheart. Yeah. Like but okay, point, so you guys are saying you know? he could have told this joke a year after the Olympics. Absolutely. And you yeah. think people if, would have been okay with it? If she wasn't as hot, he would get some heat, but it wouldn't be this heat. Like, we're in the middle of the Olympics. <laughs> like, huh. he can't get any worse than this. 
you yeah. know, like, like, you know, when she's not in the Olympics, people don't care about her as much. But in the Olympics, they want like yeah. the performance, they want this, they want that. The second Olympics are done. She's back to Wheaties boxes and we're going to look at whatever else we're going to do. Another mm. angle, another angle. This joke would have been cool if she had fucked up. Yeah. Interesting. What, what do you mean? mean? If she wasn't America, as he said, she's a sweetheart right now. She's yeah. hot right now. If, if she, people were hating on her. If she had fucked up and people were hating on her, this is a perfect Jay Leno pick. 1130 at yeah, night. Yeah, that's fucked up. What, but, wait, but what exactly happened to her? Did she also? Because I, I'm not, I don't follow pop. She bounced either. out and then she left. She came back, right? That's the one? She basically oh, said she the pressure was too hard. Yeah, she said yeah, the, she took, the pressure she, was too she, much. She, I took time off. She, I came back. Yeah. She oh. has, she's, she's in the team events and then she pulled out of the team events and said, y'all don't actually need me. There's another, there's other people on the team that can handle this. So she ducked out cause she said, I'm not in the right headspace to do some of these tricks. People actually did lose their minds on her for a second for like a week. About, uh, about her ducking out. Yeah. Yeah. That's because people yeah. are fucking weirdos. Exactly. If so I, like, if, yeah. I yeah. if I'm going to jump off of a metal bar in a couple feet off the ground and I could crack my neck and never walk again. And I'm telling you, I don't think I'm a hundred right now. I shouldn't do this. You go ahead and be mad. I don't give like I, the fact that people were upset with her for saying I am not at a hundred is crazy to me. Go, I don't man. owe you she had, anything. She had gone further to piss off America and whatever. And then they'd put her yeah. on the heel side. Cause she's teetering. Cause she came back at one. She didn't win. Yeah. Didn't come back. She'd be here. Yeah. We make that joke. Hey, okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's so sad, but yeah, yeah, I don't think you guys are wrong. That's a sad, sad fact that people will probably are because she is in a vulnerable state right now. People are upset, but there's so many other better jokes. They could have like photoshopped her to Sailor Moon Comic Con or something in Japan, been like, I got to file for this, guys, and then come back. Like, yeah, you see, know? those are, yeah, like, there's so many things you yeah. could have done, like, you know, that would have been like, you know, a Hello Kitty convention or something. <laughs> Just showing her, like, living her best life. Sorry, I can't yeah. do these tricks. Just partying. It's like, okay, that that's problematic. Yeah, but like a short she's joke or something. Or whatever. Say what, Dave? She's at new Nintendo World. Because in, uh, in Tokyo, didn't they open up that Nintendo? It's like a Mario Land or whatever. It's like Probably. they closed the Disney World, but for, for, for Mario. There's so much stuff <laughs> out there. I don't blame her for taking time off to, like, go have some fun and come back and compete. <laughs> Yo, yeah, the fact that... Yeah, and my other thing is, she's such a good athlete that she could take time off, come back, and win a bronze when she says, when she's openly said, I'm not at my best. Can you imagine you being that good at something that when you don't try your best, you get the bronze? No, I wish that this. was my life problem. <laughs> Before she stepped out, she did a move that was so hard, they couldn't give her the gold. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like, cool. So she's like, F this, I'm out, I'm taking my break. <laughs> yeah so that's another thing good, like you know that's another thing i don't respect about how the olympics run their shit it's just like you're and the excuse is so messed up the excuse is we don't grade that move high because we don't want to encourage other athletes to attempt it because it's so dangerous but doesn't that mean she's a badass and that means she should win a gold same thing with that french figure skater who used to be able to do the flips and people got mad and said, "No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna give good points for this because it's dangerous." Yeah, I practice. That's the point. That if, if people who can't do it shouldn't try and do it, but I should get high grades for being able to do it. That's the stupidest thing. 
A lot of people could do it, actually. It's not even that hard to do the backflip, supposedly, for figure skaters. They just don't. It's not like it's the hardest thing ever. It's just that it was something athletic at that time. Not everyone caught up, and it's just like a whatever. People just do it like for fun. <laughs> but it still don't Shit, rate it because, man. you know, there might be an infiltration of certain people into the sports, and that's why I'll leave it. <laughs> oh, wait. What's the code there? Because we I don't think any of us oh, got the code. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, well, just all the athletic people because there's a lot of sports where like just like with uh, Simone Biles, a lot of sports where they don't want it to be judged on athleticism because then too many people are going to lose from the countries that are strong. <laughs> oh, like, like, I get what you're and, saying, and, but come and, on. And, <laughs> over, right? that, and it sounds crazy, but you're, you're, it's a sport that you're rating on art. I like the way you flipped. I like the way you twirled. That gets a 9 on 10 instead of an uh, 8 on 10. Not the fact that you did a triple sow cow. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I see what you're saying. The air and like, you know, so it's like, what are you judging this on? It's like, I like the way you crossed over, but not the way you shot that few pointer. So no point. Interesting. That That's a yeah. very interesting point. That's and a very that valid point. Odds for all the countries. So I'm not saying like a black or white thing. It's like all the countries. Like it's that yeah. whole point of playing a sport. Even the odds, right? Mm. It's kind of like a fix the game in a sense. Yeah, especially when they start course. paying people to to give the art, like this was more artistic. Here's a hundred k and a vote for your yeah. team on in this sport. Right, 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 yeah. right. That's how we're playing it now. Okay, this is this bullshit. That we're... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this bullshit. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the uh, other dum dum who's done said silly silly things? The baby. Okay. The- Yes, I'm gonna be on the side Let's of being go. hated on for this. I am the baby. Yeah, I'm not on his side, but I'm really like, from what I heard in terms of quotes, I was like, all right. I was like, ah! but I was like, all right, yeah, that's the dickhead thing to say. But, you know. Yeah, it's an ignorant thing to say. Super ignorant. I mean, it, okay, like the baby was that. What was it? Rolling loud. Yeah. Yeah. Was that rolling loud. Uh, and I believe, from what I heard in terms of in terms of comments. He says, uh, if you are, uh, if, you, if you're in the crowd and you don't have HIV or AIDS, what, is that what he said? He made, Something yeah, like but that. he made the comment. Parking lot. Yeah. If you're in the parking lot, if, you know, if you're in the crowd, and you don't have HIV or AIDS. All right. Uh, uh, when you say like, you know, pick yourself up. If you're not in the parking lot, sucking dick, uh, uh, pick yourself up, so on and so forth. That's what I heard. Brian's going to go find the exact quote. I'm trying to find it. I, me, me. Me. Personally, was like, that's some wild shit to say. In this day and age, not the smartest. Yeah. But I've heard wilder, like way wild, super wild. Hold on, John Friend. <laughs> hold on, I'm trying this. I'm trying to read it because you watch. We're listening. Uh oh, man, this article is article trying to block me from. Exactly. Well, my my take on it is, yo, like. Take that L, homie. Like, I personally, yeah. for me, for yeah, for for me personally, I think the baby's undercover. What? It's the only thing that makes sense because you do a whole show. I listen, I listen to all his music. Like, he's kind of quirky, but it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. And of all the content he talks about, has nothing to do with the the community, the gay community or lesbian community. Nothing, you know, it's general like guns, drugs, women, yeah, uh, whatever. Like, you know. And then you're doing your show. You're doing well. You're hot, and for no reason. Zero reason at all. Yeah, you decide to start hating on gay people in the parking lot. Like, yeah. I don't see you, homie. Okay. who hurt so you? He, that's he says, you. if you that's... didn't, 
Yes, Hold on. Bro, if you bro. didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted disease that'll make you die in two to three weeks, put your cell phone light in the air. Okay. Second one. Go. Okay. Second one. Ladies, if your pussy smells like water, but yeah. your cell phone lights in the air. Yeah, Fellows, one. if you ain't sucking it in the parking lot, but your cell phone light in the air, keep in, can keep in, keep it can real. That's okay. the wild one. That's the wild one. That's, in my head, I'm like, it's so random. It's random. so out of left field. I'm like, that ain't normal. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, like, this, like a gay dude beat you up or something? I don't know. Like, were you sexually molested? He might have got hit like, on in the bathroom. I've been, hey, it's happened to me. Hey, it happens. You just, you get angry, hey, yeah, you maybe. High, a little drunk, a little turned up. But hey. he didn't give none of that context. He just kind of just went off on, on gay people. And, just, and people with HIV, I'm like, okay. The tour is <laughs> like, called you know Rolling Loud. Tourist car rolling loud, and these guys are different. I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying tourist car rolling loud. These guys are definitely drinking and smoking a ton before on stage, while on stage, after on stage. After a certain point, you can't, not even, you're responsible for everything you say. Yeah, so, I was going to say. Okay. But after a certain well, point, my, it's like. Well, my main take is because the black community is going, one, one big part's going hard for the baby, one big part's not, right? One who is going for the baby, they're like, you know, like, do you be able to say like it's the culture? But in my head, I'm just like, okay, cool. No, that's not the culture. But when when one person, one white white person, says the slightest veiled thing about black people on a stage randomly, it's hell and fire and earth paradox. Yeah. So come yeah. with that so same just, energy when someone makes homophobic comments. Yeah, like there's homophobic. Yeah. Like, like black people are equally in that community as anyone else, right? Right. So like yeah, like I, you know what you know what I, the real problem is with this situation is that after he said it and people got mad, instead of just shutting up, he doubled yeah. down so much. He's an idol. Like that's what really threw him off. After this thing came out, and then he went on his live and then started talking that bullshit, and then people got mad at him again. And then Questlove went on and said, yo, this is my list of who I would want. Scratch the baby's name off. Wrote a whole thing explaining, like, I'm not standing for this crap. The baby goes out and says, I don't know who you are, nigga. It's just like, how are you going to say you don't know who Questlove is? Yeah. How The baby. And he, gave, he made two apologies. And then today on Instagram, he posted him eating, I guess, mango or something. Saying he's unbothered that his shows got canceled. So I'm kind of confused because he gave the apology. Then he's kind of like, well, F my apology. Well, it's not an F my apologies. It's that I'm unbothered. Uh, my apologies. Show got canceled. That's more or less Well, I mean, that, and 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 this is my thing right that now, I find. <laughs> at the end of the day, ahead. it's gonna affect your bank, and you could say yep. you're unbothered, but you're gonna be unbothered, yep. not able to afford that mango next time, and that's gonna be a problem, buddy. <laughs> so go ahead, and keep keep saying you're unbothered. Keep 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 yeah. playing with people, because in this day and age, like all... right. Yeah, so like, he's not free yet. It's not like he's Drake who has like all these albums and he's free. It's not like he, he like, you know, like when artists are out for a while, like Rihanna, they could just do their own thing, not drop an album. It's yeah. like, no, you're, you're under contract. If you, they could disappear you real quick. Okay. But here, because I'm going to go for a deep dive and this tack, this is going to tack on to what we were talking about last week. So if we, we have a homeboy who's Captain Shock Factor. Yeah. And you, you're the baby. You see this wildness popping up every day. Every day, it's more shock, more shock, more shock. And you're not him, so you can't do that. But you also can't push the envelope like that because you're not out here whopping. So you're just the baby, and you literally like, I got nothing else. And this motherfucker, Lil Nas X, who doesn't even have his own name, is out here just 
blurring niggas' dicks and getting mad views off of it. And then making edited versions of his video and getting mad views off of it. I'm not yep. defending what he's saying, but I'm saying that wasn't pointed at generally the gay community. That was Sir Little Nas X. Oh, you think it was a sub? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. But the uh, sub didn't work. That's where your money's going. Yo, you, don't hit the player, hit the game. It's yeah. Little Nas X is doing his thing. <laughs> the, sub, yeah. the sub didn't work, though, because the sub is messing with your money now, and you are losing ground, and you won't be able to take money is done. The, out of the baby wars, little, what's his name? The other baby one. Hmm. Other baby yeah. one, like he's yeah. gotten the better better features. He's got like two Drake features now. The other baby one, so he knows his his shit's dried up, and he's probably just frustrated. That's what it is. <laughs> Devin, you're too white. We're not gonna explain it to you. Stop that. Who the fuck? <laughs> Google nigga shit. <laughs> fuck out oh, of he's me. asking who's yeah, the baby. Who the fuck is the baby? LOL. Google. <laughs> have a computer and the internet. Shit. The baby got the consequences shit. now. <laughs> the the baby is a rapper and this is a failed this no, is his do failed don't career. Do it. Don't give it. Don't no, do no. It. All don't I'm saying, it. this is the facts. It's a failed career. Like he's he's a he's a rapper. <laughs> it's, not he's a a bad, it's not a failed career because he'll it's be back. He's fair, he'll be back within. Like, listen, if Chris Brown and this, I'm not. I'm I'm waiting. But okay, no, Chris go ahead. Brown could have a hit currently on the radio right now, and everybody's all right with that. The baby will be back. Oh no, yeah, no, but Chris no. Brown is being. Chris the baby Brown, sounds like a baby with what's being said. Behind the scenes, Chris Brown is losing ground. By the way, though, he's yeah. being banned in, in ways that people don't even realize. <laughs> but even though Chris Brown is still like a big time entertainer, right? Like I look more like Rick Ross, who like has photos of him being a parole officer, shaking another dude's hand in a police suit, and then he somehow just this is fifty set makes a bunch of hits, and everyone just forgets about it. And I'm just like, that, I, that, he'll that's be something I've like, always said about. Then. He'll be a Meek Mill. He'll come back from his, like, you know, massacre. Yeah. Remember Meek okay, Mill? That's, he got massacred by Drake. Though. Bung, you know? That'll be I, okay, though. I, like, I just... Hard, though. I just don't think... I don't think the baby cares that much, which is, again, my thing with it is you don't care, but I, I don't know what the backup plan is. I don't know who you think is going to support if you keep fucking up. Because the thing is, he's not letting this stupidly, not letting it die. He said it, yep. should have just apologized, let it go. Decided to double down, should have just let it go. Decided to counter when people started, kept talking about it, should have just let it go. Now he's he's losing ground, losing shows, and people are saying, what? And he's just like, yo, man, I'm okay. I'm, I'm not bothered. It's just like, just yep. don't say anything. Stop that's, talking. That's today's generation. They cannot do that. Yo, he has yeah. to be old agents, clearly. Yeah, you don't have good management. That's all it is. Like, someone should have shut down his ish right away. they like, nah, you just just don't do anything. Stay away. Enjoy your time with your boys and come back hey, in like I a mean. month when someone else messes up. Sure. Yes. That's the big thing. The news cycle is so short that he could have been replaced five times in the time that Easily. he just kept carrying on. But all he needed to do was just stop and let the news cycle switch over. But he kept himself in the news cycle. And a whole bunch of people who didn't know who he were know who he is now, but know who he is now. First impression, a negative one, because he said some dumbass shit out the side of his And head. that's what I usually hate, because he usually comes with this weird, like, lesser that... You know what I mean? Like, he's not he's not a great artist, but, like, because he fucked up that big, now the crossover crowd, Shanks, yeah. is going to refer to you as you know, the fucking idiot or the idiot or the guy who made... And it's like you lose your... When you yeah. could have just gained that and it sucks. Yeah. 
Your first impression could have been something better. And instead, this is what your main, this is your biggest story. Shouldn't be where you is, shouldn't be an L essentially like Drew was saying before, this is an L take the L you're doubling down on the L so that it's just become a bigger and bigger L is a fail. That's my thing with it. So, and that's what, I guess that's what I was trying to say about Che before too, when I was saying he's not funny, he, instead of just taking the L it's that whole thing that he keeps doing where every time people don't like what he says, he comes back and says, y'all can't take a joke. And it's just like, homie, you you just take these L's and move on. Keep writing. Instead you. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, one uh, devil's advocate in, uh, in favor of skinny. Because someone did point this out uh, when I was checking the comments uh, when the first thing first popped off. At Rolling Loud, they're bumping Pop Smoke hard. And if you heard any of his lyrics, oh, yeah. I know Pop <laughs> it's Smoke not exactly um, the best towards the LGBT community. Nope. And everyone's bumping their heads to that. And when the baby basically said the same similar things, it's like, oh, nope, and pulled them off. And that is yeah. an issue because it's kind of like, yo, you guys were literally jumping to this the whole time. With no, like, like you know, I know, yeah. but like, he's a martyr, but still, like, <laughs> I mean, they could be like, well, literally what they could say. Be like, yeah, well, Real quick, Cray wrote, entertainment is like the MCU now. Everyone comes back. That's fact. <laughs> That's true. That's Everyone fact. Back, yeah. Not everybody comes back in the MCU yet. Hold on. Nah, they're pretty they, they come back eventually. We see Black do we, we want to talk about uh, so that was that's actually a smooth transition. I, I want to ask you guys super quick. Mm. The what if series. Yeah. Do you guys think any of that content will transfer into the movies? Yes. Didn't they say that? They did say it's going to. I feel like it might. I think I'm it will expecting. just because uh, artistic creativity just opens that window for them. So having everything like when you make the movies, uh, it's, it's so much pressure to be like. We gotta have all these uh, nuances from the comic books to appease yeah. uh, the base. You put in some of the what if stuff, and it actually opens up, and actually no one really knows what's going on now. So I, I feel they're probably gonna do it. Skinny, they could. I, I really have no idea where they're gonna go. I think they'll try to kind of streamline it first, but they could. You know. <laughs> I'm all for the what ifs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts on the them. 11th. It's it's like a week away. It's gonna be crazy. I I'm really not that excited. Uh, I'm a big What If fan. I've always loved the What If titles. Because I think it's super interesting to just see these alternate realities where the the thing and this person and this person are completely different. Here's a reality where the Fantastic Four are Russian. Here's a reality where T'Challa died and Suri became the queen and did some completely different shit. Here's the universe where... T'Challa ends up Star Lord. Like, what hope, the hell? I hope the commoners are ready for it because I don't think they are, and that's where. <laughs> that's gonna... a good way of saying it. <laughs> I hope the commoners. <laughs> no, I just don't think. I, I don't the think commoners are ready for it. Like, I just they're gonna. I, I think it's smart. They, I think it's. I, I I debate whether or not it was smart smarter to do it based off of their reality, or if it would have been more interesting and potentially get more fan base if they actually redid what if comic books. Like for example, oh. at some point, this is limited because you've only done so many movies, right? Yeah. So people only know so many characters, and even if you want to yeah, be yeah. like, well, we'll include the TV shows, even the Netflix ones or whatever, it's still a lot. It's still not a lot. Like example, I would love to see the what if where um, Eddie Brock keeps the symbiote for as long as he end, ends up like uh, basically withering away, and it ultimately goes on the Punisher. 
That's one oh. of my favorite ones. Uh, the yeah. obvious one, what if Spider-Man was part of the Fantastic Four? That yeah, was yeah I've seen that, one. that would be cool to see. And I feel like Disney, if they were, and I think they're smart enough to be able to do this, like they should do this what if, and if this what if catches on at all, I would make a secondary what if show. But instead of being like the art that they have now, I would make it more animated and I would do those stories instead. I think those stories are more interesting compared to what you can do with the Marvel U. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I do understand what you mean about them being limited because the it, it, and that is one of the unfortunate parts of the MCU. They had to use the MCU to introduce people to these characters, and then these characters get to move on, and that's as many characters as you can have. You can add in a few. You can pepper in a few characters, but the same main characters that you introduced have to be around. And yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm still secretly hoping that we're going to see some of these guys. You know, whether it's Luke Cage, whether it's mm. you know some of the characters that have now gone back to them and i'm kind of hoping for a what if episode that touches on the netflix stuff that's that's one of my crazy ideas because i think it would be cool i think what would be would be badass is they somehow introduce the x-men through this by creating like what if the avengers were the x-men and people are like who are the x-men and that's like you're getting that later you kick your ass just for that even coming into fruition you fuck. You want the <laughs> X-Men to appear. My glorious X-Men to appear on a friggin' TV show. You I that. want to be in the you, Skinny. That's how pro I am. Why are you I holding am. back? I'm like, you should have show up at the end of the Infinity War and, and, and all this. No, no, we can't do that even though we're fixing all of the universe. God forbid that we do some of that. Let them so, do, yeah. do his thing. They will come when they're ready. You're not going to get now, the skinny. in a half I want them now, Skinny. <laughs> Fucking what if show? We can nerd the shit out about this. I want to know. You see that DC brain? Should be recasted. Let's get the show on. What did you say? See that DC brain? Yeah, all that Green Lantern, see that DC brain. They're gonna fix it apparently, which I hope to God. They say they claim they learn from their mistakes, which I'll only believe when I see. Specifically for the Green Lantern that you mentioned. DC brain. DC cannot be fixed. They have Batman, and that's it. Let's keep our roll back. Who knows? It, maybe the Suicide Squad is going to be better, but who knows? Dude, Yo, even if the Suicide Squad up Suicide Squad so bad, just yeah, dude. It. Even if the Suicide Squad is the best DC film ever, the universe it comes to. What is it? What's the saying? Uh, the spoiled the fruit of the spoiled tree, right? They are coming off the tree. That this is this tree's dead and dying <laughs> and is rotting. And this is the one golden fruit that they're telling us we should eat. But guess what? It's still going to poison us, and it ain't going to taste good. I don't expect the Suicide Squad to be the end-all, be-all savior of the DC Universe. And this dumb Flash movie that they're doing over here, where they're bringing in every character and their cousin in hopes that people will find it interesting. Guess what? Marvel beat you to the multiverse, and and, and they're going to beat you. They did it right. Uh, Every time DC tries to do something, Marvel has either done it before or is doing it better. They are giving so us the multiverse. South Park, you're saying? Huh? Simpsons already did. Simpsons did it already, or whatever that South Park episode is. Oh yeah, well, don't, Simpsons don't... did it. Simpsons yeah. did it. That's what it was. But then, and then the Simpsons did it on top of did it. No, isn't that part of the joke? There are times yeah. where the Simpsons have done a reference to the Simpsons doing a reference to. This. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
I don't even want to get started on The Simpsons because one of my buddies knows how much I I I want that show to end. Just because I want The Simpsons to end, just because it's too long. You you you're not telling anything original. You're only telling versions of stories you've done before. Check this you're out like, though. Check this out. Could it be? And this is just me. The Simpsons still being on is our only thread to a previous life where things were not better than now, but just. A little bit more sad. Like <laughs> they're better than now, Skinny. Let's be fucking honest here. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Thank you. If we lose this, like you know, okay, Undertaker retired. Like it's not even <laughs> WWF anymore, right? Saturday morning cartoons don't fucking exist. You can't say you can say whatever you want on TV, but not whatever you want on TV. Everybody's yeah. sensitive. The Simpsons literally being on Fox eight o'clock on Sundays is the only thread. Of the 1980s, 90s, early 2000s, and now that still exists and is kicking shit like this. You take that thread away, boom! Everything's so you, fucked up. You think our we, entire yeah. universe is held oh, down yeah, by the Simpsons exactly. thread? Yes. I would Honestly, cut that thread in two be seconds. So destroying the Simpsons is our cataclysmic event? I believe it. It is a string from the 80s till now. It's the only string from the 80s till now. Fire. It's that last one thing. There's nothing else. Like literally, it's about an abusive father who chokes out his son. <laughs> and everyone's like, Yeah, cool, bro. Yeah. In 2021. Yeah. I don't know. Only thread we got left. We lost cheers. Like humanity has fallen for like smaller things. <laughs> Man, I am I am here for killing goes, it. The day it gets canceled, watch some sort of craziness. Just watch. It'll be Family Guy taking over, then it's over. But it won't even be Family over. Guy because Family yeah. Guy has gone to a point where it's good and people don't like it anymore. Like, it's, yeah. Like, Simpsons outlast four of that nigga show. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Family Guy, American Dad, what was the uh, Cleveland show, and then he has the, the live actual one. Orville, I think, is still on. I'm not even sure. Uh, no, Orville is supposed to come back to Hulu, but you're right. It uh, it got pulled. It, it got pulled and got moved to Hulu. It wasn't going to get a. So, it wasn't so getting. Simpsons outlasts four of that motherfucking show. And, and now he's... they were at one point funnier. They still outlast him. It's not good episodes, but they're that last thread. It's kind of like if Matt Groening passes away. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, don't want to. I don't want to. I put fun things out in the universe. You put bad things out of the universe. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to promote X Men from coming closer, and you're talking about people dying. I'm not talking about people dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this Simpsons take is insane to me. But we got to go. We have a quick message for y'all, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back in about one minute. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, all that jazz, because we have been doing this show, and we appreciate y'all, and we want to make sure you guys catch all our content all the time. So uh, don't go anywhere. We got a quick message for you. Check out Running With Wolves with Wizzy Moon Chaser. Yo, loving it. Make sure you guys check it out. Akeem grams follow him on all the socials it's always akeem and then whatever the social media is. so akeem tweets with a z akeem grams with a z akeem uh what's what's the tiktoks with the z follow him on all the socials and make sure you follow our man wizzy moon chaser and go check out uh his his podcast running with wolves if you guys have not already um all that is on this uh you guys can check out all the content uh free agents media free x agents Back to the show. Kids, view the right thing this week. Shoot. We have Dubs. He's going to hit us with something interesting. I'm going to be talking about some weird stuff that people haven't heard of, and we're going to probably shit on Rick and Morty. 
Whoa, um, are we? Okay, I was going to talk about oh, verses and shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And sorry, fucking fire before we even start. Oh, like, I'm what, sorry, a civil before we talk about something now? Like, what's, what's I'm sorry, on? man. You're right. I shouldn't shit on a bad show. Oh. It's, you know. No, but like, just, let me say my thing. I'm sorry, like, you're, you're right. Listen, right. I don't, I want, I don't want this. bad writing and poor storytelling. Like, you're right. I'm you're not going to bring me into like how you did with Toby. You know what? Fuck. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to say it right now. I'm sorry to take the lead on this, but this is what I'm going to say. For those who care about Rick and Morty, just like as if you like any type of group of uh, cast of characters and you enjoy watching them, that's what the show is about. If you're looking for some type of crazy progression, groundbreaking story, things like Brian does, no, you will not like the show. It's just like some people, like example, like uh, I like theory. It was good like, at first, and then I like, no, 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 bar, I like that you're setting the bar so low. It's like if you like these no, really like thought out, well-written stories. It's a Rick and Morty show. What they do is very Rick and Morty, and you seem to not like that. You seem to used to like it because it was innovative, and now you don't like it no more. But they're doing that, like they're doing their thing in their universe that would make sense in their universe. You just set so you the bar. Like anymore. So get the fuck out of my sandbox and fuck off. <laughs> You just said yes. the bar of Big Bang Theory. I'm just letting you know. No, yeah, I was going to put an example where it's like, if you it. like, give me, give me a show that any show that you know, yeah, that there's people that usually end up falling off after a specific season. Any wait. show. I was going to give about that show because I knew one for that show. But give awesome. me any. Wait, you want any show that falls off after? Like a one season? you like that even for you, you're like people usually drop off after this season. Oh, community. Oh yeah. shit, Dan Harmon helped with that one too. Shit. Yeah. Okay, you're Dan not, Harmon okay. issue. <laughs> okay, so oh, I'm gonna man. go somewhere. Else. I'll I didn't say realize Dan example, Harmon was the Lost issue. Lost was bad, right? But you ended up watching Lost because you liked the characters. <laughs> After season five, I it goes so Lost. wonky, you don't want to watch it anymore, right? Wait, so That's hold on. Like, I just want to understand. Like that is happening with Brian because just... he used to love Rick and Morty, and they haven't. Devin, wait, are you saying this is about, formula, hold on, hold on, are you talking about Shot me, fired. are you talking about my personal taste, or are you talking about the you, bad you, writing well, of the I mean, show? Sorry, you told me you used to like Rick and Morty, and now you don't, you think they're bad now, since oh, last I think season. I, 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 I like good episodes of Rick and Morty, and they haven't had one in a while, that's my issue. The one on last weekend was fine, with, which was the comparison of the, the, the Godfather one? No, the Zords one, that was this past weekend. Yeah, that's it's not Godfather. George, it's the Ultron one. It was fine. What was wrong with it? Yeah, it, that that you know why I don't like that one? Do you do you why, want me to Brian? go into it? Because why? it was lazy writing. Why? It was lazy for them to be like, let's tell the story of the Godfather using Zoids and Ultra and Voltron. Let's 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 do a mafia story and establish that Rick is untethered without morty that's that was the main gist of the story without morty holding him back rick like rick and what's at what's the daughter's name i already summer. forgot her. rick and summer together are so similar and like yeah. power so much that they'll do whatever they'll do they don't have anyone anchoring them to the reality so that they don't do stupid shit that i understand what they're trying to do with this episode because the whole episode, you start to see that even when Rick is pushed by Summer, it gets so far that Rick, who is supposed to be a genius, is blinded by his stupidity that he gets played by a bunch of anime dorks who come in and fuck his shit up. And that, to me, I was just like, okay, we get it. That Because this is the second time. Dave, here's my problem with it. This is the second time this season 
that Summer and Rick have gone on an adventure and have pushed each other and things have gone out of, out of hand. And every that's time all that, Summer- that's all that Rick does every, if you really talk about the show, that's essentially what Rick does every single episode with whoever he's with. No, Morty always, Morty is a wet towel who fucking ruins his fun and he always says it. When him he and the dad go, when him things. and the dad go to that amusement park, it's the same thing. What do you mean? When the, the assassin story and they end up on the train together and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, but it that's it, what I'm saying. Like, with, whoa, with hold on. You want to compare that? You want to compare that to him? You want to compare that to him snorting detergent and <laughs> and like, like, you know what I mean? There's a difference between it's, it's just stupid funny. That, that's what I'm saying. If you like stupid funny and you like these characters, you're gonna enjoy it. Or Ryan. <laughs> or I don't know. I, I feel, thank uh, you. I, I like the fact that I am the opposite of liking stupid funny. I'm okay with that. No, specifically for Rick and Morty, don't act like y'all hate on Dad Harmon every single chance you get. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, look at that smile on your face. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think Van Harmon is a hack. Dude, I've said it. We, we've, we've spent whole episodes shitting on this man's, like, lazy fucking writing. He doesn't... I don't find Rick and Morty to be good right now. And the last time we spoke about it, I was excited that they had tried to go back to being better storytellers. And then these last few episodes, I was like, God damn, you motherfuckers fall off quick. Like, you can tell that somebody is trying to write good stuff, and then someone else in the writer's room is like, all right, let's put an incest baby in. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, that's just a great... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. 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 Incest babies, uh, horse people... Don't take any uh, offense to this, but this is just that white boy shock value shit. That's weird. Yo. That's where South yeah. Park went, where I couldn't watch it anymore. Dave, tell me I'm yeah. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, Dave. I haven't watched the South Park in a long <laughs> time. Exactly because you got wait. You watched the weird. pandemic special. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I like certain episodes of South Park, but I was and I was more also because people encouraged me because it was more like a movie as opposed to like an episode because it was like a string of episodes. It was like more okay. than half, uh, it was more than half so an hour. South Park has fallen off. Well, I I wouldn't even say I would say that South Park because I, I was never the biggest fan of South Park when I was growing up. I didn't fall in love with the kids just at one point in time for me. When they when it stopped being like only poop jokes and they were talking about straight up things about society and stuff, yeah, I just like there were certain episodes that I really liked and I watched like I know South Park episodes. I don't think I've actually watched a whole season back to back. Okay, yeah, I find it. Like, weird you know what I mean? Like, like a lot, and also a lot of my friends liked it. So like it's like when you go to your friend's house and they're watching something, you're not going to tell them to change yeah, what they're watching, right? So then you end up watching. House, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yo, hey man, again. You know, Rick and Morty is an adult swim show. It is as good as they want it to be. And if they're if they're okay with their bar being low and they're not trying to do better, then so be it. You you got a deal for what ten seasons or some crazy number, right? Oh yeah, it was uh, seventy episodes. Seventy episodes. They got a deal for seventy more episodes off of the fact that they were that good to begin with. And off of the fact that what ten episodes or something about These yeah. And think and, and so my <laughs> thing with it is if you could make a show that is so powerful you cause lineups down the street for Szechuan sauce. What? What? You see? Yeah. You see that shit? Yannick, what hundred percent of what I'm talking about is this shit. Pickle yeah. Rick is the same shit as Mr. Towley. 
first off, Pickle Rick is awesome. We all know that. That was a good episode. Oh, that's a great episode. And that's by himself too. And that's my thing. Pickle Rick is is a is a is like a raised bar. But these other episodes are so low compared to what they were doing with stuff like Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick is an 80s action movie blended with a pickle who builds himself a body from rat parts and then has an insane battle. And you turn that into... Dude, that is some solid writing because you had to explain how does the pickle get to this point? You you had to build... And you did all of that in a half-hour episode. Solid storytelling. All while trying to avoid uh, therapy. Right, right. (laughs) But then you give me a a really poor man's version of The Godfather with really lazy voiceover that wasn't interesting... And, you know, and then breaking the fourth wall in I'm doing voiceover, but I can hear your voiceover. But are you replying to my voiceover? Or are you replying to the things that are happening? I liked it. <laughs> I'm happy for you, buddy. I'm, I'm if it's keeping you sane, then I'm yep. happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Watch that over the Olympics. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Uh, I'll t- uh, I'll mention real quick. Uh, thumbs up for this show. I I found called AKA White Snack. It's a short form show by White Snack, who used to be on the Daily Show. Uh, he he plays a one of those. You know how they had that documentary about these dudes who dress up as vigilantes and try and do like street justice on their own. Yeah. Like, it's just- oh yeah. Yeah, so he's he plays a vigilante in the show, uh, but the show isn't about him being a vigilante. It's about his life, and the vigilante scenes are just extra pieces that I that are so funny. Like there's one where he catches the you know Central Park Strangler or something, and he has a guy tied up, and this girl is jogging, and she sees him, and the the Strangler goes, "Hey, my buddy played a prank on me. You want to untie me?" And he's on the phone. White Snacks over there on the phone in his getup, calling the cops. And when he turns around, he's like, hey, don't do that. And she's just like, I don't know. He offered me $1,000. Are you going to give me $1,000 not to untie him? And he's like, yo, this man does not have $1,000. What is wrong with you? (laughs) And it's just these really weird interactions with White Snack dressed up like a superhero, him catching actual criminals, putting his life at risk, and the stupidity of New York being like, Hey man, I could make a thousand dollars by just being an idiot. He had to tell the girl, "This man has been strangling joggers in the park, and if you let set him free, he will probably chase you and strangle you to death." And that was the only moment where she's just like, "Is that true?" And then gets weird. It's like you didn't think it was weird that there's a guy dressed like a superhero and this man is tied to a pole. That didn't make it weird for you, of course not. but yeah. <laughs> So if you guys want to watch that show, you can just look it up, a.k.a. White Snack. It's on Vimeo. And I just discovered this new streaming service called Topic. I've never heard of it. I heard about it because Jaleel White has a new sh- uh, a new series that's going to premiere on it soon. So if you guys are looking for another streamer, it seems that Topic is free because I was able to watch all these episodes of the a.k.a. White Snack on Topic.com, and I didn't have to pay a thing. I just clicked play, and I was able to watch them. So if you guys are looking for something that you want to watch outside of Rick and Morty and the Olympics, you can use Topic. <laughs> Here you go. I won't talk about F9 this week because I realize I don't know if everyone saw it, but... Oh, I, I, I'm going to try and watch it. So. I will try to watch it. Um, yeah. It's a rough one, boys. It's a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, 
there's flying it's, cars, right? It's a rough one. I, uh, thing, I, I, I like they, they do they do space, right? I can't, dude. If I start explaining, <laughs> I just nope. I don't <laughs> I don't know what I was watching. I don't. <laughs> the F- the Fury the Fast and Furious movies are I I enjoy watching them because they're crazy. I agree. And one of the one of the saving grace of the movies is the fact that usually the third act is so crazy that even though I didn't like the first two acts in the third act, I'm like, shit, yeah, <laughs> this is a wild shit. I, I'm down for yeah, it. Yeah. When it's like them flying, like trying to drive a car onto a plane, them driving cars across from one building in Saudi to another, them, you know, dropping tanks on ice on a submarine every time the final act i'm like wow shit i didn't think you guys could do it again but then this movie comes and you watch it and at the end i was just like okay where's the where's the thing where's where's the thing that is so cool that when i watch it i could be like i may not have loved the movie but that one scene what's the one where vin diesel and what's his name jump off like drive off the cliff him and brian drive off the cliff and then vin diesel's character climbs out of the seat goes onto the back and jumps off the car uh, i think that's that number 7 yeah that might be seven. 7 7 okay 7 whichever one it is that i love i sometimes watch the youtube clip cuz it's just that good <laughs> i'm like this is this is physics making no sense, but this is just that good. May I ask a question in regards to it? Because sure. for me, I I like the franchise in general. Two, I'm like a little eh about. I've never actually watched three because I just I don't I don't feel like watching one that's sure. completely like out of like the loop of the rest of the films. But one thing I could say, especially like one to four, and then four, then four to like uh, eight. I never, th- if someone would have turned around and be like, well, you know, they're going to do this in this movie. Like it's, 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 it's cars, it's, it's, it's car thieves that eventually become international spies. You tell me that I wouldn't, I'd be like, this is stupid. Yeah. But like the progression from the movies from one to the other, at least when you get to the end, you're like, regardless of how outlandish this may be. Yeah. It's slightly believable how you got here based off of like, what has happened so far oh and this movie specifically explains stuff too like this movie has a scene that explains why a bunch of race car thieves have become international spies like there's a very important scene that touches on how this came to be and even with that i was just like okay that's cool i'm 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 actually impressed that you guys were ready to acknowledge that and give a nod to it because there are some people who are like okay this is kind of ridiculous that you guys do this shit and it don't make no sense. Like how you guys, you guys literally in the first movie had Frankie Munez from Malcolm in the Middle around driving cars. And then next thing you know, you guys have the rock smashing, like punching things. And and, and you're like, what? How, what? how? How? How does this make sense that you guys mm-hmm. are driving through whatever South American street with a, <laughs> a, a, a t- not a tank, a vault attached to the back of your car swinging? Mm-hmm. How do you go from Frankie Munez racing a sports car on the street to the rock driving a tank and having a vault? You know, so yeah. but they kind of address it. They address that, but I'm saying in the movie with the story plot, is it in regards to like, again, what I just explained before, is it? believable that they get to where they go oh in the film yes i i may not like it 
but the reasoning and the explanation gives me I, I am comfortable with it. You know me. I like logic. I'm yeah. all about logics and, and the and following the logic of the universe you built. And as much as I didn't like how they explained it, they explained it. And I was just like, that is a very fair way to explain that. Okay, okay, okay. So, all right. So, I am still slightly interested to watch this movie. Oh, I'll still <laughs> tell people go watch it. Snake Eyes, I told y'all don't watch it because that shit was doo doo. Straight, yeah. disgusting, spoiled I really meat. See how bad it is. I really want to see <laughs> But, so but curious. F9, I would watch F9 again over Snake Eyes easily. Easily. Okay. Over Rick and Morty. Yes, I would watch F9 over Rick and Morty. <laughs> I would watch F9. No, I would. Yo, if you gave me original OG Rick and Morty and you give me like original OG Archer, like all those shows, their OG seasons when they were really starting their shit off and they were testing the waters to see how far they could go. That was some of the best comedic writing you've ever seen on TV. Like the first season of Archer, the first seasons of Venture Brothers, like that's some fucking good writing. Venture Brothers really got their stride in season two and three in my opinion. And that's that's my thing. Adult Swim has the bar. They know what to do. That's why Rick and Morty bothers me that they got 70 more episodes. And I don't feel like they're anywhere near as good as when the Ventures were at their best and when Archer was at. Like those motherfuckers don't play when they make those shows. Even if the Venture Brothers fell off towards the end, those episodes still had me at least one scene per episode. Where they did yeah. some dumb shit, and I was laughing so hard. I was like, yo, Brock just smashed this man's throat. <laughs> like, you know, like, how are you going to do a well, whole episode making fun of G.I. Joe and Cobra and then realizing, like, wait, yeah. were we the bad guy? Like, yo, so <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> my God, my God. Dr. Venture has the party at his house, and they introduce all those, like, fake, like, villains that were hybrids of yeah. real people. Like Hammerstein yeah. was a like a combination of Lex, Lex Luthor and somebody else. Like, dude, I remember yeah. laughing at some of that shit being like, God damn, this is good writing. And that's my thing. Rick and Morty, I don't say that anymore. That's why it bothers me. <laughs> and F9, that's another example of like when you are your hottest, which I, you know, I feel like the F4, F5s were some of the best, but. They got one last movie to go and then they're done. Supposedly it's being split in two. They have to. They have to. No, that was the plan. From like after once they got to seven, they're like, we're going to ten. Yeah, but someone told me that the the, the tenth is going to be split into two movies. I don't know how that works. For sure, I, then that's eleven movies. That's I know that's what I said. No, that's what I said. No, that's not math. <laughs> it's See? like that. You know what it is? It's going to be it's going to be f ten, then f the end. Oh, probably. Beautiful idea. Terrible. Wait. Okay. What? That that, that that might have to be a title. F ten, man. F ten, then F the end. Come on. And F the end. That's so bad and frat boyish. I know. I know. But oh, it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. God you know it is. F ten and F the end. Oh my god! <laughs> if they actually do that. Okay, Grizzy, just stop with your blasphemy because Archer is not How about- bad. And adventure. First of all, it was just Venture Brothers, not Adventure Brothers. I don't What's going on? He's getting on the shows. This man with this, with this kind of talk. Oh man, this see, this is why. See, see I bet you hated Harvey Birdman too. Grizz has to come oh, with Birdman was amazing. Harvey Birdman yeah. was Grizz, amazing. Grizz has Birdman to come with amazing. some better art. How are you gonna? First of all, Grizz, if you're gonna say something like Archer and Adventure Brothers, it sounds like you don't know what you're talking about when yeah. you say the wrong name <laughs> of the show. How are we supposed to take you serious, bro? 
like I don't we'll say, we'll typo. It's a typo. We'll say he's typing it. It was called Venture Brothers. It's not typo. We'll give him that. But I mean, how are you gonna typo Venture Brothers? And it went Adventure on its own. Maybe some iPhone-ish. Yeah, Y'all giving this motherfucker rope. Anyways, he's out at sea, and y'all just throwing that rope to try and save him. Okay, that's fine. Anyways, FX and F is for family. Done. F is for family is great. Oh man. I haven't watched that. No they're not on anymore. Okay, so Grace is asking if they're so good why they're not on. Because unlike other shows, you don't need to keep them alive just to keep them alive. Did Archer end? Uh, Archer's not done, but uh, that's Archer's on. They're on a hiatus. I'm guessing he's talking about Venture Bros and the fact that Venture Bros got canceled, which I think is after. Yeah, it got canceled, and that's fine. And because they're, but they're having a movie. Yeah, exactly. So, like, technically, no. <laughs> also, remember, they canceled it, and then the network said, "We wish we could continue." So, I don't think the network decided to cancel it. I think the network's parent company decided to cancel it. Right. The same way that the parent companies have all the power. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Harvey you know, Birdman's what, coming back. If you you oh, is is it? It? does anyone want to say that Justice League was not a good show because they got canceled? If exactly. you want to tell me Justice League and Justice Fourth League season. Unlimited. Was not a good show, even though they got canceled. And the, young, the and young Justice is like yeah, the amount Spider-Man of good shows. Is politics, like, it is politics. It's all politics because of cancellations. Though, yeah, so. shows don't get like, canceled. I don't like that writer. He's some of my daughter. Exactly. Something canceled. Livelihood gone. There's there's multiple reasons why a show can get canceled. A show can get canceled because it genuinely drops off. A show can get canceled because someone doesn't like someone in the back end. And in this case, I don't know what happened. Venture Brothers is a solid show. It did really well for itself. The animation only got better. And then it just, you know, mm-hmm. it's done. So, you know, I'm okay with it. This one has a fucking poster for it in the background. I love that. <laughs> he just likes it because she looked good. Pervert. <laughs> All right. Drew, you were saying. All right. What show are you watching, homie? So I was watching Transformers Kingdom. Hit us. So, 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 so. Mm. I was talking As to in Brian. the show is so, so? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. To be honest, the show is a little bit so, so. But uh, it depends. I'm a big anime fan. So storyline-wise, or not storyline, acting-wise, I'm not too like, oh, my goodness, that's super cheesy. But uh, it was kind of hard to swallow sometimes i guess <laughs> <laughs> the way they're going is like it was it was a little bit it was a little bit much but i'll ignore that whole thing because the main thing about that one is so just so everyone has context would be some spoilers obviously um optimus prime megatron they're in each other's ship you know one's the arc uh, i forgot the name of the other one yeah um and they're flying down to this planet and they're like yo this planet has like a lot of organic matter what's going on Let's try and fix the ship so we can, like, you know, get the hell out. But then they realize the Allspark is there. So, like, okay, well, we got to find this Allspark. Then they get attacked. So I was like, yo, that's a pretty damn big-ass rhino attacking everyone. Just, like, yeah. everyone up. Then I was like, wait, this is, like, weird. Then I was like, what? And then an ape came. And then a rat came. And then they said whatever stuff they said. And then all of a sudden, everyone just transformed. And yeah. I was like, oh, snap. Beast Wars. Yep. As I went off, I was like, oh, okay. So you got Rat Trap. You got Optimus Prime. You got Cheetor. Um, they brought all those characters in. They even brought in like Air Razor. 
Yeah. No they way. Like, yeah, yeah, they brought like literally the whole platform is, from like beginning to end at the same time. Is, is, is Dinobot there? We didn't see the Dinobots yet. Yeah, no, guy, no, sorry, isn't that the name of yes, from the Beast Wars? The, the, oh, sorry. the that you know, who I'm talking about the the Raptor. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah, no, he's there yeah. with the sword, Oh, yeah, he's the sword? on, yeah, on yeah. what's his name side. Yes, 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 yes sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's there with the sword of spins. Like, they're all there. Like, it's that crazy. Uh, I find the main issue is they kind of just threw everyone in at the same time. Yeah, yeah. it's mm. kind of like you're watching it, and it's like, um, like Optimus Prime, uh. Uh, what'd you call it? Dinobots, Rhino, yeah. then like this character and that character. And it's just more like they copped out for 26, uh, like for like, I'm talking about like say uh, an episode of 26 minutes, right? They yeah. just threw in like character and character and character and character and character. Yeah, they want to sell them toys, boy. Yeah, like you you lose the the whole like, oh my god. Yeah, because that's I know, I know you're, you, it sounds like you're selling me to watch at least an episode. No, but with I mean, you, this like, show, you, like... have, you have to watch you have to you have to watch it because. Mm-hmm. Beast Wars, they they the continuity between uh Optimus Prime and Megatron's uh adventures, adventures and Beast Wars, they actually made it like meld in pretty damn well. Okay. Like the story. So that's that's the reason why I'd say to watch it. Just because like, you know, it messes with the future and the past and kinda like, you know, like you left us and we we're stuck on this planet. Now you came back, now we're all gonna find the all spark thing going on. So they like mm-hmm. kind of melt those things really well. Huh. Do you have to watch the pre? Because isn't there other Transformers stuff that came out recently? Yeah. Do you have yeah. to watch that to get to this? I you don't have to, because um, I feel it's like on the same premise of like say Beast Wars, right? Hmm. They pretty much were fighting and they crashed on the planet and continued fighting. Okay, really so care. there's no, there's no like, there's other other than the obvious that you know that the Autobots and Decepticons hate each other. You don't need to know something from like the previous movie that's a, or sorry the previous seasons or whatever that would I wouldn't I wouldn't say so the stuff before the Transformer movies before is more just kind of like setting up the foundation of just what happened in the past to okay. lead to this point uh, okay. more than saying you're gonna be confused watching it because acting is so terrible and the voiceovers <laughs> are so terrible and so many oh, things there are so terrible that <laughs> even if they did try and do that <laughs> it wouldn't come off well right. Okay, okay, I get so pretty much to watch Kingdom is basically saying you just want to watch all the old Beast Wars characters uh, fight with the Autobots and Septicons. That's like so, my childhood dream, so like I'll watch this yeah. season. <laughs> and also, also, they didn't do it often, but a few times they did where Megatron did his yes, yes, and I love that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> So like, there's some things in there I'm kind of like, okay, nostalgia. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like Beast Wars was the biggest thing for me when I was growing up. I hope you guys, looking back I, now, the graphics were terrible, but like. I mean, I had this conversation with Skinny and Toby once uh, on the show, right, where we talked about the fact that like I grew up watching a classic G1, and you guys grew up watching Beast Wars. Like that was your Transformers, and I I, I tried watch you too, Dave. I watched both. I got I okay. I I remember luckily for me as a kid like. Right after school, I'd get home, and I'd get to see G.I. Joe and yeah. uh, Transformers back-to-back. And then, like, there was, like, a lull for a while, and you're like, what the fuck is Beast Wars? And it ended up being dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I watched Beast Wars, but I just never really got into it. I didn't really like the action figures. They were always I think that in the was future, though, so this kind of ties up. Yeah. yeah. Beast yeah. Wars, they're yeah, always in the future. What I hated was really the second well. offshoot of it, though. When they get back Beast to Cybertron, I thought that was some of the biggest poopoo writing. Beast Machines was better. 
Oh, yeah, I disagree. Machine was hard. You know what? It was I Beast Machine was technically better, but Beast Wars took so much of my heart by then. Yeah. That I, I was kind of like stuck in between. Well, right? Beast Machines went like... deep rooted because you had to watch Beast Wars and they did a bunch of things like Ryan, Ryan Ox being eaten. Like them going back to Cybertron, not knowing what the hell happened to Cybertron, and then realizing that shit got all messed up and they yeah. got to make it organic anyways. And ah, oh, that shit was I like that. Beast Machines is hard. Yeah. They kind of played on that though. hard. I hated a lot of the designs of the characters. Yeah, that's your, yeah okay. That's like, I'm sorry, like, Rat Trap was hideous. Yeah, but that was mainly yeah, losing was. their mind. But no one's going to care about Rat Trap, yeah, though, no right? Rat Trap. <laughs> no one's going to care about Rat Trap. Yo, man, the him. episode Rat in a Trap, where he's, like, inside the base and the base is fighting him, is, like, one of the best Beast War episodes. Come at me. I'm down to have this. No, no, no. We all know <laughs> like, characters. Rat Trap and, like, uh, Rhino, you know, it's, like, they're not, like, the main characters. Rhinox right? was like, dope. And the reason why Ryan he was kind of dope. He was kind of he was hella dope because he was like the big bruiser and so much that yeah. he they didn't introduce his gun until season three. <laughs> like he was That's just a big nigga, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I got a gun!" It was double Gatling guns. You're like, yeah, yeah. "Where'd these that come from?" Yeah, okay, I like, remember wait, that. And it was <laughs> I do remember three. that. That's how yeah. badass you are when you don't have to introduce a gun until the third season because you're like, "Well, I'm smart and I'll just bash his skull." In. So it's like, okay, Dinobot oh. was cool, sure. Rat Trap was. Dinobot was dope. He was my guy. You know why Rhinox was cool? Because he didn't have to transmetal. Anyone that they had to transmetal was a cheap character that they just needed to sell more toys, so they had to boost Yeah. Them they didn't have to touch Dinobot. They didn't have to touch Rhinox. They didn't have to touch Air Razor. They didn't have to touch uh, what's Scorponok. Tigerzord or Scorponok. Actually, Scorponok just died. Straight up. Yeah. 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 Which was shitty because that toy was actually really dope. The transmetal one? I bet you. Yeah. But one <laughs> thing with uh, Kingdom that annoyed me is... Uh, you guys remember Tigatron? He was like one of the yeah. last characters to pop up, and he's like super cool when he came out. Yeah, yeah. He just like showed up. He was just there. <laughs> was yeah, because like, the, the crew's already there, right? Like everything yeah, kind of already yeah. happened, as in Beast Wars. There's so, no like, rollout. All the introductions. Yeah, it was kind of like he's just there with the team. I'm like, oh, like that's it. And they did end up going back to Mega uh, to Cybertron, uh, but it kind of like ended on a cliffhanger because basically in the end they basically say that uh, I think Galvatron is the future. Megatron, and that's what he finds out. Yeah. And Nemesis Prime is working for Galvatron, and he's like doing some mission. So now Decepticons and Autobots may have to work together to go on this other mission to stop this other future thing that's happening. So I guess to kind of like keep it going. Yeah. This is why I'm happy I just like the toys. I don't need the show anymore. I don't know how they're. (laughs) I I can't watch Transformers. Too convoluted, and I, I just don't. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you know we need to get Proto Man on here one day to talk about Transformers because yeah. that man, that man will will <laughs> educate us in ways that we've never known. But Megatron was a black man in a white person's <laughs> body. 200%. I knew it when I was eight years old. I'm like, he's black. That's, True. That's yeah. Black There's some characters that you're just like, and you, yeah. they would they wouldn't tell you, but you would just know. You're like, ah, oh, so he's black. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Destro. Yeah. GI Joe. Hella black. That man was black. That man, that man was like a smooth talking, like had a fur collar. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. It's like it's all good. Oh, it's actually, all, it's a- to to go way left, actually, someone busted. Okay, because we always go around these Ninja Turtle con- uh, like contexts. But so someone asked me my favorite troll the other day, and I'm just like Donatello. And they're like, oh, the black one. I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, well, what? He's like, okay. He's like, break it. Down. He's like, here, check this out. Raphael's the New Yorker. Leo's the yeah. white dude. Nobody likes Leonardo. Michelangelo's yeah. the punker. Like skater, punk kid, surfer. So Donatello's yeah. the smart black one. Oh shit! shit. Wow. 
I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Leonardo is to, to the Ninja Turtles what Cyclops was to the X-Men. Like Exactly. Wow. He's the classic leader that no one likes because he has to make the decisions no one really wants to make. Right, understandably. But, it, uh, but everyone kind of likes him. He has swords. True. The swords, the swords kind of gave it to me. It's two swords oh, yeah. Off. yeah, the swords are cool. Like, you know, swords are cool. But why are leaders always the ones we don't like? Because they tell us what to do, Brian. And we don't like narcs. to hold down. <laughs> yeah, they're narcs. We're That's rebels, true. Brian. But in what context? Because you're talking about Leo in the first movie? Because I'm not, I'm always talking movies. I'm never talking cartoons. Oh, sorry. Oh, cartoon always made them the same. Cartoon always made them the same. You're talking about the cartoon. I'm talking about the cartoon. The cartoon is just because, like, it depends which like, cartoon bro, you're like, talking like, about. The original, We're talking about OG. The one around. The only one yeah. yeah. Whoa, the that's movies, a lie. Find... Say what? what? Did... Well, say what, Drew? Yeah, Drew. Oh, first. Say the movies. Yeah. Uh, I find everyone's evil. Pretty much even. I find. I don't find there's like Leo's like the leader. Everyone's kind of like, yo, I'm gonna focus on Mikey. Or I'm gonna focus on Donatello, or I feel like everyone just had like their own thing. Like the last Ninja Turtle movies, I loved it. Personality, the elevator, yeah. and doing like yeah. doing a freestyle and everything. And like oh, it didn't seem like ones, yeah. Leonardo was like the leader per se. Yeah. So in the movies, I liked all the movies. I was just more focused on the graphics for all the movies from the original and Super Shredder all the way till now. I just find it super cool when they have actual turtles running around. So for yeah. me, like yeah. I love all of them. Well, the the one with okay. Michael Bay, the thing I love is they finally did uh, Bebop and Rocksteady in a, in a film. I'm like, that's about time. It's only been 20 years of films and you never had like the main people that they fight yeah. in, the, in the thing. Because they had those yeah. like weird versions of them in the second one from when we were kids. Yeah, yeah well, the, yeah. the the ones that they basically could afford, to Toka and Rezar, are yeah. the, and then they brought those guys kind of into the universe a little bit. Yeah. But like, it is what it is. But, to combat yeah. with, with yeah, are you Steven are you said, about to are one, you about to argue there's a good cartoon after the original? Uh, I think I think not necessarily every episode. Mm. The original cartoon is obviously the best. That's not like, oh but I'm just saying one that was good. Don't say 2003. Don't say 2003. I like that one because as the best movie team TMNT forever, and <laughs> the 3D animated one is not. I didn't like the animation, but the stories were good. All right, so. Nickelodeon, <laughs> the Nickelodeon one from the late 2000s, from like 2007 to whatever, that had five seasons and actually killed Splinter. That was dope in comparison to the original 1989 one that was only good until like about 93, and then they went through their second mutation and now it got weird. Yeah. The 2003 <laughs> cartoon was dope because it was bar for bar, exactly the comics, and it was cool like that because they had Karai and they had like all that stuff where the turtles got messed up. Fine. It was cool like that. But like best movies, best anime movies from them too. Yeah. <laughs> TMT Forever is an amazing story. Period. Yeah, okay. Like the best? Not, I'm not saying the best, but the fact that you have the current Ninja Turtles go and chill out, not only meet the other Ninja Turtles from the 90s, but that they then go to their universe and they actually go through the multiverse of the turtles. And there's at one point a scene where you see all the incarnations of the turtles through like images and stuff and then they have their last battle in the black and white universe which is the which they even call the omega universe being the first one how oh, is that okay. not fucking dope i didn't say it was dope i just <laughs> <laughs> he just said it's not that interesting <laughs> he's indifferent to it it's it's ex existence it could what have been better well what do you guys think about the new they're making they're apparently going to make a new one with uh what's their names well, they did the last one where Raphael is kind of more the leader, right? Yeah, Rise of the Team. Yeah, they did that. Yeah. One. And they've been toying with Raph being the leader, too. Even in, even in the, the, the leader they need. 
if you guys and April remember, O'Neil is black. Yeah. Yeah. In the old like soundtrack, the when they were talking T U R T L T Power, that idiot he he names Raphael as leader, and you're just like, no. Like, he's going through all the turtles, and he goes, like, Raphael, he's the leader, of course. And you're like, no, he's not, motherfucker. Like, how'd you get Yeah, you don't get to get to the (laughs) Who are you? You need to be fired. In the the original Black and White, was he the leader? Was it it him him and Leo Moore fighting for still leadership? I I don't know. I don't know the comic book. It was always Leo. But if Raph was the leader, what role role would Leo play? Is he just, like, a, a tool now? It's like a Wolverine, just like you slice things here and there, and that's it. Oh, yeah, he's the not kill because his rage-filled brother is just going on these silly bents on trying to kill Shredder. Oh, because like Raph has a big personality, so it's kind of like, what does Leo do if he's in second command? You know what I mean? Raph is the angry New Yorker, and Leo is the one who's going to be like, Raph, you can't do that kind of shit. Oh, the the anchor pulls him back from the edge. Yeah, anchor, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, what what do you guys think though of the? Isn't it Casey and Colin Joss? They're making like the next movie. They're making like they're already doing away with Michael Bay's, which is a little disappointing because again we finally got Michael Bay's second movie. I thought was really cool the fact that he brought everything, like he brought the Technodrome and he brought Krang, and I thought that was all cool. Turtle still so the I I thought I would I was personally interested in seeing a third, but now they're rebooting it again. Dave's already jumping oh, ahead, so we're gonna do it. I, I, I was trying to do a segue. No one's fighting. I didn't even see the segue. Oh yeah. Nope. My bad. Geek <laughs> news and rumors. No, it's all good. I respect it, but just because he's already jumping in, uh, the reason he brought that up is Casey and Colin Jost to write live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie for Paramount, and that's what you were referring to. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really like Colin Jost for this. That's that dude who's married to who? Scar Joe. Wow. <laughs> My my yeah. question is this. way above his weight how, class, but do we really need a new or because it's going to be an origin story? Is it? No, we, we have to know stop it's going to be an origin story. You know they're going to do that. Well, I don't know they're going to do that. Why do we know they're going to do that? Because they always do that when it's the first movie. Yeah, but they didn't do that with Batman. They didn't do that with Batman. They definitely do them do that with Spider Man. Again. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Casey and Colin Joss. Jost. Well. SNL. I don't know any of their writing skills. It's it. It's, he's the writer that he's. The, Colin Jost is uh, Michael Che's writing partner for the Weekend Update. Oh, are you just undermining niggas by saying their names? That's a skill. Holy shit! Just, I don't know, Colin. I'm good at when people I don't care about. Disrespect on the man's name. Wow. Like I bet it rhymes with host, but I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Just I don't like Grizz. I, Usagi is coming. There is a cartoon coming for Usagi Ojimbo. What's what's an Usagi character? Usagi Ojimbo is the badass bunny rabbit. Who's oh, right. yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yes, I did not remember that character. I didn't even coming. watch that far, and I still knew who that character was. I, I know Usagi. You know Usagi yeah. was everyone. I had him only as a toy. I never saw him on the show. That's wild. Uh, yeah, Jost, don't do it. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you're you already signed on, but I don't know. That's I don't really. They're gonna, they're gonna sue those people too. It's okay. They have a plan. Uh, wow. Yo, that's a sub at his wife. Um, <laughs> hey man, uh, about the Scarjo situation with Disney, just give the woman her money, or settle out of court so people don't get angry. Yeah, just yeah, just settle out of court. Just just. But do you know how no one's coming to her aid though? Just make no, some people are coming to her aid. aid. 
Which one of the other actors have said you should pay her more? Batista. Oh, those guys don't count. Those guys only stand up well, for Because Chris I'm Pratt. saying, like, you know when Chris Pratt got that? He got some That's shit. What I'm I just said. Those guys only stand up for Chris Pratt. I don't know why. I think Chris Pratt must be the biggest baby in the world and must be in their DMs begging them to stand up for him. Because... Ain't no all the rest of them could have messed up situations and they don't no one starts defending them. But when Chris Pratt's a little crying ass over there, this motherfucker out here begging his friends, hey, can you guys stand up for me? Can my church yo, dude, shut the fuck up. Like I'm so annoyed with Chris Pratt and his BS. You know what's really funny? How do you go and kill Drax in the next movie? Oh, facts. That one, that, you know, that so you're like, hey, how come you didn't reprise your role for what if? He's like, how come? Because maybe I wasn't called. It's like, you're getting killed. That's yeah, why. dude. They're tired <laughs> of your ass, Batista. Batista, yeah. But, but I will ass. say this. I'm, go- I'm about to say this. This might be a hot take. Let's go. Batista okay. is the best actor out of all the WWE actors in the last generation. You're yeah, saying that he's better I than. I agree. I think that he's better than The Rock. Yes, I think that he's better than name them. Name them. There's The Rock, Edge, Cena. The Rock, Edge, Cena. I guess Hulk Hogan. He's better than all of them. Randy Orton, The Miz. He's better than all of them. You're going down the list. You're not but going. You're up. gonna. You're. You're saying that he's better. In, in what context are you saying he's better than The Rock? Though he I'm is curious. a better actor. He has a bet. He can play different characters. Every time The Rock gets on screen, The Rock is playing a version of The Rock. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I'm Rock. looking forward Agreed. to Black okay. Adam. I agree. I'm looking forward to Black Adam because this is one chance where The Rock cannot play The Rock. Because if The Rock goes and plays Black Adam as The Rock as Black Adam. It's the the movie is going to be even worse than we can think. Will Smith, uh, Will Smith syndrome. Yeah. Oh yes. boy. Will Smith that syndrome, like Will Smith is always Will Smith in all the movies, and you can like ruin a movie like Suicide Squad, cough, because he's always Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Even There's when he's playing the loving father. That movie bad though. <laughs> that specific example. <laughs> Man, I. <sighs> but speaking I, of him, what about Fresh Prince, the 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 showrunner? Fresh Prince drama series showrunner leaves the project. That's never a good sign. Never a good sign. The Peacock is uh, producing the show uh, along with Will Smith and Jada Jada, uh, Pinkett Smith's production company. I don't know, man. I think it's a little bit of a weird sign. The fact that they're replacing the the showrunner who's leaving with the showrunner from The 100. And what was the other show that they did? Sorry. That was the one that scared me. When I saw that the showrunner that they were getting is the showrunner who used to work on the 100, I was like, dude, that's not who yeah, you that's not CW the show. That Oh, The Shy. That's the other show. The Shy, okay, that one I can I can respect. So if the, if, if the showrunner from The Shy is going to come along and focus on doing a drama version of Fresh Prince, I could see the similarities in that type of storytelling and bringing awareness to stories. But then I'm seeing it, the other credit includes the 100. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't know you were. And it got worse. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, there, there's like a moment. It's, it's a concern. It's a concern. Yeah. 
what else do we have on the docket for the news? Uh, Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey to appear in Valhalla DLC. So for all you gaming nerds out there who love Valhalla and if you're going to be getting the DLC, uh, Cassandra, who is the protagonist in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, is going to be making an appearance. I don't think you'll, she'll be a playable character, though. I think she just appears in a, in a story that your character will play with. Um, I know. I know. I it's like, yeah, yeah, really. Y'all have three IPs, bro. <laughs> Watch Dogs, that one, and the next one. Really, yeah, really, that's true. Guys? Assassin's but Creed hey, till you die. Really, you guys are just gonna you rock keep that making my hey, yo man keep keeps me off cool. What's the problem? <laughs> Naming a different thing, and it's different. It's essentially a different game every time. They just yeah. vaguely tie it to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, nuts. They're good. they're good at what they do, bro. No, they're not good at what they do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Video games. Video games. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we already had those games. What were they called? Midnight uh what was Midnight whatever, the the race car game? Oh, Midnight uh Midnight Hold on. Midnight Club. I know. Midnight Club? Yeah, Midnight Club something. Midnight Club racing. Oh yeah, Midnight Club. Yeah. Yeah. You had that and you have uh what's the other one that I used to love? Burnout. Those are essentially F9 movies in the sense that sometimes you're driving a race car through the streets of Rome, going through arches and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is the movie. This is what they do. (laughs) Um, Blizzard Prez J. Allen Brack gets the diplomatic boots. Uh, So diplomatic boot is when you have done such a shitty job and they say you're stepping down. That is a diplomatic way to say your ass got fired because you can't do shit and no one respects you. So, no, 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 no. That means he got a severance and a big uh, bonus pay. Fuck, I hate that. For I hate that. I hate that. How can, you fuck, how can you fuck up at Blizzard? Like, is this while still just like around the world and like, it makes money? <laughs> dude, they created a space that was so toxic. Can you imagine you're you're living in the gamers world and it's so toxic that everyone's just like even even the men had to stand up and be like this shit's not cool. Like imagine it's so toxic that the men who benefit from the toxic environment start saying, hey, yo, "Yo, we're not even cool with this shit." That's how bad it was. The men who were profiting from the system said we need it to change. That's how you know you fucked up. So Ubisoft is hella problematic too. So I believe. Yeah. No, no, no. I was there for six years. That shit was hella problematic. It. it was crazy. Just a Christmas party, boy. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want it. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, and then the last piece of news I have here, Travis Scott's Cactus Jack production company inks a production deal with A24. How did Nicole not sue his ass? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does he own... Does he own the Cactus Jack? Anything, if anything, it's WWE that owns the name. And they're stupid for not capitalizing. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yo, I think <laughs> Travis Scott's doing something Travis interesting. Yeah, because he did the deal with Fortnite. He did the McDonald deal through this Cactus Jack, and now having a deal with A twenty four. He just those are makes big money. Ones. This guy, it's pretty like, good. He's everywhere. He's he, he's like in the music. In music, he's just everywhere. And then like you talking about anything, it's like yeah, I have money in this too. Like it's. I don't get it. He's like a cultural. Yeah, he I came mean, under he Kanye. Much. He's smart. He came under Kanye. I was just yeah, gonna say, like, like zero boxes to your popular. Like, it's wild. Here, give me this I stole my cactus. That was a, like that was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. wild. I, I respect to him. He's doing things that I yeah, feel 
a lot of other rappers should be paying attention to. I don't know if they're all making moves like this in the background and he's just the most visible one, but I mean, being the most visible is also beneficial because people are going to be like, oh, he's actually doing stuff. And being able that, to get those meetings, boy, listen, any one of us, yeah. any one of us could sell a TV show. We just need to get in the meeting. True. True. It's how to get to the meeting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is one way. Straight it up. is a way. If I didn't hate them, I would make that the title of the episode. Get a connection. <laughs> yeah, we can. I can't. I don't like them. You can't fill the, 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 the pot with them, you know? Yeah. Is Kanye still hanging out in that Mercedes uh, the Mercedes yeah. stadium? Is he still it's making? Stadium. He has a show coming up in like a couple days. When is Don when is Donda dropping? I just want to know. <laughs> he hasn't dropped. Never. It's, it's probably a joke. It's probably there's no album. He just wants people to show up to see him. And I keep I keep jokingly saying that Donda is gonna get released after detox. And I feel and but I don't want that to be a fact. I actually just want the damn thing to come out. Anyways. Both. Give me both. As a kid who grew up on hip hop in the 90s and the 2000s, give me both. I want to hear Donda. I want to hear Detox. I've been waiting for those albums for an extended period of time, way longer than I should have to. Kendrick, your ass needs to release something too. Get working. I'm tired of y'all sitting on your asses watching the world fly by. Okay. Can I quickly? Oh. Kendrick takes his time, but he usually does produce something pretty solid at that time. That's true. So, like, Kendrick, okay. Dr. Dre, he's just messing with people. I think he's never going to release it. It's just like a cult. It's a cult following, like, <laughs> uh, like finding the Allspark or something. It's just not there. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre out here finding the Allspark. That is crazy. Um, guys, that's about it. That's the whole show. Crazy mm-hmm. adventures, crazy times, making fun of everything. Uh, fuck Dan Harmon. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else to. <laughs> um, I would briefly just touch on the fact that I sadly witnessed and happily witnessed uh, Cameron and Diplomats get their asses whooped yesterday. Oh, did we want to talk Sorry. about it? Because I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it. I have to get. You, Dave, Dave has to bounce. Dave, I have to you bounce go ahead. You We're going into that. another you, segment you right now. Versus, let's do this. Peace, Dave. Yo, let's talk about this because okay. I watched that shit and Dipset. What the fuck, y'all? <laughs> y'all yeah, did y'all even show up? No, they didn't let me. Okay, someone brought this up. Shout out to AD. Uh, he brought this up and I saw this and I was like, okay, this is pretty fair. See, D Block had no business going against Dipset and vice versa, actually, because True. they probably should have been against G Unit because that yes. would have made more sense. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Diplomats right. ain't never really had songs, and like Grizz and Cray, y'all are different fans, okay? But besides that first album, that first double disc, like they didn't really have many songs in unison. They had "I'm Ready," they had "I Really Mean It," they had uh, a couple other joints that I'm gonna forget right now. Uh, yeah. Dipset anthem, sure, but then like there was key other songs that they could have played individually that they didn't. Yeah, it's weird. It's because like they didn't rehearse. They're not together all the time. So like, okay. Joel Santana had Oh Yes that he could have played. He also had Mike Check 1212 he could have played. You know, Jim Jones, he played Balling. He played uh, We Stay Fly. But he also could have played uh, Bird Gang Money, which he did not. Cameron, why the fuck didn't you play Horse and Carrot? What the hell happened? Like, it's just these key moments. Your mics are off. Like, your mics were not as good. I don't know why Jadakiss had the best mic. Jadakiss yes. had the best mic. 
Yo, at one point when Jada Kiss and Cameron were insulting each other and yelling at each other, and and Jada Kiss is and Cameron is in Jada's face, and they're both yelling into the mic. I was just like, man, what is happening? Jada Kiss is clear, and he's and it's not like they don't know how to hold the mic. These guys have been rapping on stage for years, so it just obviously something was wrong with the microphone. Um, I don't know about that. Wait, is the way I see it, yeah. Go on. What I see is, is like the comment I just saw. Stage factor is present. Like stage factor matters. Yeah. And I'm a big Dipset fan. Like I'm a big Dipset fan. But like, how do I say this? Your rap is a culture. It's not just simply what song you play. Yeah. It's how you perform it when you're there. Yeah. You do not let Jadakiss of all people take your drag off your head. Yo. Never. You don't step between Jadakiss and Styles P on some I'm mad and then okay, like to even get into yeah. that whole thing. Why are you guys gonna okay? Why are you guys gonna come to a New York show? A New York show. This is in Baltimore. A New York show. Rapping over your tracks. Fine. If you need to do that because you don't remember all your stuff and people might be drunk, cool. That's all right. But then don't get cocky and start calling out the next group and then be like, oh, they don't make tracks for girls when you played your one girl song, and then turn <laughs> yeah. around and let them ring up like four or five girl songs on your ass. They put out a Mariah Carey joint. Like, uh, the, the amount of, it wasn't even disrespect at okay. that point. It was just, like, I, for shame. It was just shame. Just shame. Just to clarify, just to really clarify how much good set left New York now. Just remember, Jadakiss is from Yonkers, which is not part of Five Borders. <laughs> it is not. So technically, <laughs> it's, yeah. technically, Cameron literally left the island of New York, because Harlem is in Manhattan. Like, yeah. It's on that island. He literally left the heart of New York. Yeah, when they started the show and Cam, when they started the show and Cam was saying, uh, Manhattan, we like we home. And then Jada said, Yo, how are you gonna come here from Miami? I was like, Oh my god, yeah, this man like, is they were just going killing all saying, your yeah. jugular, jugular. Yeah, I, I feel that my, the, 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 I think the issue is, and I, I'm a, I mean, it's not an issue, but it's about stage presence. And Jada Kiss came to perform. Styles P came to perform. Even fucking Sheik Luch came out and was all up in everybody's face. And I was just like, homie, half of these people don't know who you are. Like all these young kids in the crowd didn't really know. They don't all know Sheik like we no, know Sheik. We don't know. Yeah, they don't know Sheik and Styles like we know Sheik and Styles. But I won't, I won't agree with this, but I'll post it. I don't know if the Dips had better songs because if you really think about it, I really mean it. And Dips and Anthem are the only ones that age fuck. Everything else mm. is annoying. Uh, okay, instead of saying uh, better songs, I'm ready is annoying. I'm ready. Hold is on. Annoying. Instead of saying better songs, maybe more popular, more recognizable, more uh, catchy yes, songs. Yes, yes. So I don't know. Dip, dip and all that. Set, that's annoying. Yeah. Dip set, dip set. It's annoying now. You can't at a 30s. You're not bumping down in your car at 36. At a concert, it works. Right. Right. I think it's about timing because like, like, you know, like, I, like, yeah, I'm not going to like that. Like, you know, they played it second. They played that like their third song. Dip set anthem should have been your last song. I really mean it should be all the way at the beginning because it's a solo song. But like, yeah. what happened to like even? I was like, what happened to even some like the small songs like "Let Me Know" like Cameron songs back in the day? Like, it's still New Yorkers, right? So we can play unknown songs, but everyone listening knows. Yeah. Characters. Yeah, yeah. They know all the songs from past the present. Like, you know, like like what about like what about, like Purple Haze or something? Like, I don't know. Anyway, right? He did down. He did down and now. He did. Is it, I don't know. I just. I guess they thought that they would have had it easier. They probably thought it would have yeah. been a lot easier, and they didn't think no, no, no. that they, yeah. 
they saw Adjudicus last performance when he was drunk. And expected to just yeah. bulldoze over it. Yeah. Because he got drunk, right. But like, yeah. the guy, he, was like yeah. he got super drunk. He didn't even get drunk this time. He just. Dude, when he, when they started, I remember uh, like Sheik Luch is running around screaming into the mic. Yeah. He was Dips talking to the ready to rumble guy. That was pissing me off. Yeah. Dipset all on their mics. Everyone's trying to figure stuff out. I just look and I see Jadakiss just standing as if he's that kid in high school leaning on the wall about ready for the fight. Like Jadakiss was just like standing with his hands down just watching everybody. And I was like, that's the killer. That's like, you know that guy in high school who was just standing waiting for the fight to jump off so he could jump in. And Jada brought that energy to his performance, whereas Dipset was the bunch of kids who are kind of in the fight but they're just kind of running around laughing as the fight's happening. Jada's trying to take a head off. Those guys are trying to just get a punch in and, and run. I don't know, man. That was that was really good. I feel like Jada's making up for, uh, for the hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His last versus performance. Uh, Definitely. Fabulous. I also could have, like, you know, really went in. So he's like, yo, funny. Yeah. 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 Their DJ was really good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's going to do that, right? Joel's <laughs> getting lines. <laughs> Well, he's always forgetting lines. That's why they had to back his tracks. I mean, that's not even a problem. No, we're, we're, these guys don't really rap. Those guys, they rap, but they don't perform with each other like that. I yeah. I saw Locks together like less than 10 years ago in concert. When was the last time you saw any of Dipset together doing a yeah. concert? Like, it's about that kind of stage presence and knowing how to like ride off each other in case somebody fucks up. Like, you don't yeah. go into Ride or Die Chick start the verse and just cut it like that's all in unison that is practice <laughs> they, they literally like oh yeah let's set up the girl track segment because you can tell that some of these segments are supposed to happen yeah but then yeah. because jewel's got in his feelings and got hyped up and angry he probably was just trying to bring it on because jada kept talking so the time get, get, they kept like getting yeah because they kept telling them they're gonna cut them right right that was, was like they yeah. can't do that they can't do that which i understand but then that Joel's part where he's like oh y'all don't even have girl songs that was supposed to happen yeah but then they probably weren't supposed to fuck them up like one two three songs in a row like that they probably weren't supposed to do that. but it was lit though when it happened though. oh like, it was I crazy it like, yeah <laughs> yeah it okay, was so, fun i feel like that was one of the things i i've we've watched some of the other verses this was one of the most entertaining this ones. Is the most recent one okay. that I've watched in its entirety. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. For Clash-wise, like an actual Clash, not like, you know, everyone's kind of like friend and chummy-chummy. What is a better Clash? This one with Dipset and Jaden and uh, the Box? Or Bounty Killer versus Beanie Man? Bounty Killer Beanie Man. And, uh, I was yeah. the same thing. Yeah. But like, some people like, you know, but that was different. It was peak COVID energy where you're inside, we couldn't go nowhere. We were just dreaming of Jamaica, just seeing these two guys standing back to back in the same room. We're like, this is madness. What are you doing? Yeah, in a bar, telling the, the cops, cops to leave. Showed up. You don't yeah, want to be that, that guy was, to the cops. Like that was, that was all great. magic in one. Like, that was great. Set. You can't ever get that. This was close. Right. I didn't watch Method Man or Red Man versus, but this oh, was, true. This was, yeah, I didn't watch that one. This was better. I didn't watch that one either. Actually. That's good. Yo, if anyone wants to watch the verses, you can still check it out on Fight. Uh, it's up it's up there, free replay. Some Twitch I, streamer has it up on YouTube. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but that I don't like some of the Twitch restreams because they have like their Your comments shit. and yeah, stuff. No, it's like, and the quality is super bad. Well, you could just I found fight it has it up for free. Oh. You might as well watch it on Fight. It's a re, it's the full proper stream, everything. You could skip through. I watched it on that. 
because I didn't have a chance to watch it yesterday. So I would say if you guys you want to check it out. live? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I know. I didn't have to go through the 50 fucking minutes of that DJ doing the intro. Hey, DJ that... Tech was all right, man. Give it up for Tech, bro. He did his <sighs> thing. Tech he did his thing. thing, but it was long. I don't want to wait 50 minutes. Yeah, because you're waiting for New York niggas to start rapping. Your show starts at 9. It's going to yeah, actually start at 11. Come on. I, I was at Petrick's show in New York, and I got there for 10.30, and Petrick's popped up at like 1.30. Not yeah. because he was late. Not because he was late. He was there. He yeah. was there from like 11. It's because they have to put up every single New York rapper who wants to make it. Yeah. But that's my thing. <laughs> I understand the rapper getting getting on stage late because same thing we've done in every market in Montreal. You get the openers to, and you give the openers their time because people are here to see artist X and these openers deserve to get some shine in their city because you guys don't support the openers. They're all local and half of y'all don't pay attention to them. And that's problematic. But when we're doing a live stream from a New York venue and it's a 50 something minute DJ set, y'all just start the stream half an hour later so that I don't have to watch 50 minutes of the DJ. The DJ was great. I'm not mad at the DJ, but I didn't need to watch 50 minutes of the DJ. And thankfully with fight, I got to skip through it because I wasn't going to watch 50 minutes of the DJ. Respect. But, you know, I'm not out there. This was not a live show where I'm there with my girl and where someone holding up on somebody. I was just watching this from my computer and I didn't want to watch for 50 minutes. Just like, cool. I've heard this Jay-Z song 17 times this week. But anyway. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Lee J said Sean Paul versus Shaggy. That happened? No, he's calling it. I don't know if I want that. I don't know. That, that's like something for like my my. Do we have like that older sister, older girl cousin who's like? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like five years older than me or something who's like still in I mean, I you know, Shaggy's solid. I just don't know how that would go over in a versus. I don't see Shaggy holding that well against Sean because Sean got that crossover appeal. Like, Sean has a lot of crossover hits. I don't know that Shaggy has enough crossover hits. Like, you might get, like, Shaggy did an album with Sting. Cool. I don't know how many people in the audience are going to want to hear those songs when they hear Sean Paul. You know what I mean? Uh, but I know I feel like I'm not putting enough respect on Shaggy's name, but I'm not trying to disrespect Shaggy. I just don't see this working out as well for Shaggy as one would expect. Anyways, anything else you guys want to tell the people? Chilling. No, I'm good. Chop Vision. New episode yeah. coming soon. Hopefully, uh, depending on when this baby comes through. <laughs> Facts. Sorry, hey. Drew hit us. What were you saying? Next versus? I was say next versus Mabato versus Vasquez in jail. Wait, who and who? Mabato versus Vasquez in jail. Oh, shit. That would just, just, still be lit. Just, a, just a guy holding a cell phone speaker <laughs> to the mic. God damn. Well, he did drop a whole album. True. Uh, hey man, didn't Shine do that too? Yep. Yeah. God damn. How these people do this? No, it wasn't. But it's always impressive when people do stuff like that. Uh guys, that's pretty much it. We'll be back next week with another edition. Thank you for tuning in to Geek Tastic Cypha. If uh it, you know, we always tell you guys make sure you check out the show, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share and tell your friends. Um you know, once again, the number six on the top 10 for best of Montreal called MTL. That was big for us. Uh, we continue to be on the top 10 four years in a row. So we really appreciate you guys supporting us every time you do. And we're just going to keep continuing. Keep on keeping on. So we out. That's it. That's all. Peace, y'all. Peace.